Hello and welcome to the first in a new series of the Sport for Business Women in Sport podcast. It's brought to you in partnership with our friends at Lidl Ireland and it was at Lidl's headquarters that we were during the week to speak to some of the players involved in the kickoff of the Lidl National League in ladies football. It promises to be the most exciting season in years with so many different teams in contention. You've got the reigning All-Ireland champions Meath but also the likes of Donegal, Kerry, Mayo, Galway and of course Dublin and Cork still in contention and coming back from a poor season last year. We met up with the Little Island uh, Senior Partnerships Manager, Joe Mooney, but first of all we spoke with three of the players involved, with Nicola Ward from Galway of the reigning All-Ireland Club Champions, Cloncarran Kilburn as well. Then we chatted with Emma Duggan, but first of all, we sat down with the Dublin captain, Carla Rowe, to find out how what she is looking forward to over the course of the coming weeks. I'm joined now by Carla Rowe, captain of the Dublin ladies football team. Uh, you're very welcome on the Sport for Business, Carla. Tell me, last year was one that you'd probably want to consign to the history books. How has it been over the last six months, kind of, you know, picking yourself up as a team, as an individual and getting ready to go again? Yeah, it's funny. It's one you definitely would love to just erase out of your memory. Um, but I think these experiences happen and you have to learn from them as a as a as a footballer or a sports person, but also as a as a person. Um, but yeah, it was it was very difficult. I think it was definitely my biggest disappointment in my sporting career so far. Um, just I think that realization that we were so far down the pecking order um, was a difficult one to get your head around, but. Look, we're looking forward now and we're in the 23 season. We have learned from, we've taken what we think we can and learned from that um, 2022 season and that game against Donegal. And that's all you can do. You have to learn from it. You have to move on, go forward. And that's what we are. 2023 has started really well. We started um, back in November and we got together and we're actually, didn't think I'd ever say it, but we're enjoying working hard, which is good. Great. And it's less the fact that Dublin might have gone backwards is the fact that the, the rest of the teams actually just began to bridge that gap. So you had Dublin and Cork at the very top for a, a huge long period of time. And then all of a sudden Meath came through. And then last year, you know, you could throw a blanket over five or six teams that would feel as though now they're really in contention for the Little League Division One or for going onwards into the championship as well. Um, do you look at the opposition much or are you still very much focused on doing what you can do to get back? Yeah, you obviously have to look at the opposition in terms in a positive way and making sure that you're using it to benefit the team. So you're looking at specifics rather than just a general kind of, oh, this team are very good or this team. And I think maybe that was something that we maybe got a little bit lost or sidetracked on last year, which is something that we've recognised that we'll make sure we're bringing forward into this year. Um, so, yeah, you do have to look at them and you have to give every team the respect that they deserve and make sure that you're 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 not underestimating any opponent to make sure that you don't get caught out on, on any given day. And I think possibly that was a part of our Donegal game. We could have been possibly focused on a game ahead or two games ahead rather than focusing on the one in front of us. And I tell you, we won't be doing that again. No, there'll definitely be plenty of focus for this weekend against me. There's been a couple of great encounters over the last couple of years, including in Talton Park and in Parnell Park last year. Saturday's game is on in DCU, which will be very familiar to you. It's where you train. It's great pitch. 
but there won't be a crowd as big. There won't be the stands. There won't be quite the same buzz. Is that a bit of a disappointment or have you really just sort of focused on what you need to do as a team? Um, so first, yeah, we're really looking forward to playing Mead. I think, uh, as everyone knows, we have we have great battles against each other and it brings a fantastic starting environment and atmosphere to the league. So it's really going to kick it off with a bang. Um, in terms of DCU, like the training facilities up there, I couldn't fault them. The And even the playing facilities are fantastic. I do know that there's big matches played there throughout the year. We ourselves, I think the game, the pitch got confirmed yesterday or last night. So I haven't actually had time to even find whether I have a problem with it or not. So I haven't thought about it this morning as people are mentioning it. Hopefully the issue of space and crowds um, can be resolved. I'm not sure in what way they're going to do that in terms of there won't be a stand. But you'd be hoping that supporters will come out and look, you just have to. It's a smaller area, so maybe it'll make the, the, the game more intense and the environment more intense as well. Um, and hopefully there won't be too many issues. But as I said, we just need to put all those little side distractions away and focus on our, ourselves and the game. It will be a smaller area, a smaller area than Old Trafford as well. I can't let you go without asking <laughs> you about your uh, your newfound fame being seen by the 60 million <laughs> follower Man United Instagram account. Tell us a little bit about how that came about. <laughs> yeah, madness. I wish there was a story that Man United asked me to come over or something, but <laughs> it's not that great. Um, I was at the City and United game on Saturday and on Sunday we'd booked to do the stadium tour which was fantastic and when we were down by pitch side similar to Crow Park you're actually not allowed to stand on the grass <laughs> so we were outside the barrier and uh, their new signing Veghorst was over getting his like official Man United pictures and he came over got a picture with with me and there was a few other kids as well <laughs> that were getting photos and then Man United got a photo of me getting a photo and put it up on their Instagram and uh, someone tagged I didn't even realise it happened someone tagged me on Twitter and was like is this Dublin's Kyla Rowe with Man United's Veg Horse <laughs> and I was like it is and a few people texted me am I insane or is this actually you and it kind of it blew up a little bit well, I <laughs> which hope, is fantastic I hope he was nicer to you than he was to Lionel Messi when they uh, when they had a little contretemps in the uh, in the World <laughs> Cup finals uh, listen thanks a million for taking the time and the very best of luck with the season ahead. no problem thank you thanks very much I'm joined now by Emma Duggan, two-time All-Ireland winner and uh, and star of the Meath team. Uh, you're very welcome on Sport for Business. What was it like this year coming back into the group after repeating the All-Ireland? So there was obviously the huge flush of excitement about winning it for the first time. Then you go back and you win it a second time. And then you have to spin the wheels again and come back in again with new management. How have you found it over the winter? Yeah, um, we know we've really enjoyed the last two years, and I think once you get that, you know that feeling, you always want more. You know, you're always hungry for more. Um, so this year is going to bring, you know, that challenge. I suppose with stay, you know, we've gotten to the top. We want to stay at the top now, so that's a challenge. And obviously, new management now as well. Um, that's another challenge. We're all kind of still getting to know each other a bit now at the minute, but, um, you know, they've brought in, you know, they've they've so much knowledge, you know, Davy and Bernie, um, and Alan, our SNC coach, they've brought in so much knowledge already and, you know, they're really, really passionate about football as well. So once you have that, you know, you can go a long way. So we're really excited about the year and I suppose no better way to kick it off than against Dublin. So Indeed. You had, after the first year, you kind of had no break at all. You were went on the All-Ireland run with Dunboyne. Um, this year, that didn't quite work out. So you had a little bit of a, of a longer break. Did you find that that's brought you back a little bit fresher now this year? Yeah, absolutely. Like it's, 
and you know I was only saying there it's been a good few years since I've had that kind of break um, and you know it's kind of it's a good complaint to have it means you know obviously we were quite successful at Dunboyne last year and the year before I think there was there was something else on anyway so it's, it has been a while whereas this year I got I took about six weeks off and um, so that was really really nice I think you know first of all the body needed a break but you know the mind I think once you come back you know mentally refreshed and rejuvenated and motivated and stuff like that you know that's I think that's the most important thing and, I, and I've done that so um, I'm really looking forward to the year and I'm really hungry for more so great and, and with the new management Davey is uh, is Navin O'Mahon he's you've probably come up against him on the sidelines with with Don Boyne down the years um how much engagement have you had personally with him since he's taken over the role yeah I've, I've a huge amount of engagement when he's um you know he's put himself out there a lot like he wants to get to know girls on you know not just as footballers but as the people that we are and it's you know he's been great and you know he's like I said he's a bundle of joy you know he's constantly encouraging girls and but then again you know he wants to bring us to a different level he's kind of watched us for the last few years he has a perspective on on where we're at and so he's bringing them fresh ideas in as well and so it's you know it is it's it's so refreshing at the minute and we're really enjoying so far you didn't have to beat Dublin in the All-Ireland last year, but you had a run of great games against them up in Talton Park and then down in Parnell Park. It's a great way to kick off the Lidl League Division 1 on Saturday. It's on in DCU, which you're very familiar with. You'll have played there a lot. Uh, it'll be a little bit different, though, won't it, for a, you know, for a big inter-county match taking place at the ground because it, it, it's, not, it's not a fully functioning stance mm. and, and, and all the rest of it. So will there be a, a slightly different feeling to it? Yeah, look, I think we were all probably taken by surprise that it was on in DCU, um, rather than we probably just nearly assumed that it was going to be on a Parnell Park. But you know, it doesn't it doesn't matter where it is. Like any day you play Dublin, it's going to be a good day and it's going to be good. It's going to be a good match. You know, both teams have to play on the same pitch. So, um, you know, I think there still will be a massive crowd. Obviously, I'm not sure if there'll be the same atmosphere compared to what there was in you know Park Tottenham last year. I remember that day. It was obviously incredible, like the noise and everything and the amount of people that came out. Um, but look, I think a lot of people are always going to be interested in, in the rivalry that's there. So um, I'm sure there'll be enough people there to make a bit of noise. All right. For sure. Well, the best of luck of the weekend, the best of luck for the season ahead. Emma Duggan, thanks very much. Thank you very much. We'll be right back to the conversation in just a moment. But I just wanted to tell you a little bit about what Sport for Business is and what we do. We are a publishing, networking and events business. We work with all of the leading sports and all of the leading organizations in the business of sport, from sponsorship through to advocacy, agency and the media. We publish a daily news bulletin at sportforbusiness.com. You can sign up to the headline service for free. It will be great to have you along and to get your thoughts on what more we can do to shine a light on this great industry in which we work. Lidl, proud supporters of ladies Gaelic football. Uh, so I'm joined now by Nicola Ward uh, from Galway and Cloncarran Kilburn, the All-Ireland Club Champions. A lot of the players that will be coming in at Intercounty now and a lot of the fans gathering back around it will feel as though there's been a long break since the TG Cahar All-Ireland Championships last year. But you probably didn't notice it passing at all with the involvement of the club. What was that like? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, each year it nearly gets better. I think there was an extra added special effect with um, the two teams being the first in Crow Park and the first club All-Ireland to parade in Crow Park. So to win it, um, I suppose we'll, we'll go down in history for that one. But um. 
it was extra special um just a super year for us and I don't think we always say we probably won't realize it until years to come but what we're doing at the minute is very very special and hopefully it will continue for for this year as well and you've got a great family connection as well as yourself your sister were both playing on the, on the team as well um how how do you how do you kind of bring that home again then afterwards? How do you come down from such a big high as winning it with the club when everybody loves you and everybody is kind of, you know, is, is facing you and then you kind of go home and, and, and life kicks in as well? Do you find that hard? Um, I suppose, yeah, sometimes it can be hard to balance it, but we're very lucky, I suppose, with the fam- family support, club support, county support. So even um, after we won the Club All-Ireland, we've been lucky to have a little bit of a break and time off over the Christmas to spend that time with family and um, even kind of come back down to reality and getting back to work and and college and everything so um, we're kind of not back in now we're going until until next week but um, definitely that little you kind of need that little bit of a break and downtime to yourself to appreciate mm. other things other than football and we're lucky that we we get the platform to do that with all the supportive people around us yeah break for body and mind i guess yeah. um just focusing on galway a little bit you you made it through to the all Ireland final a couple of years back mm. playing against dublin i can remember it was an awful day yeah. wet day in croke park um but how encouraged were you last year by the sort of the breakthrough yourselves mayo donegal kerry a lot of other teams actually yeah. sort of becoming really competitive and the days of Dublin and Cork dominance seem to be well and truly put in a box now for the moment obviously me they've won it twice in a row but uh, but you must feel as though you're closer now perhaps than you have been for a number of years definitely yeah and I think we're saying every year we're we are close but we're still kind of struggling that little bit to to break it down since three years ago as you said which kind of seems a long time ago now um but if you look at all the teams, like you said, Kerry, Donegal, Mayo, Cork, Dublin, like there's not much between us all really. And kind of if you get um, the luck on the day, um, you could get those those little wins um, against the team. And I suppose the league as well is brilliant for um, kind of seeing where everyone's at and, and getting that baseline um, and working and building forward towards the championship. So, yeah, really looking forward to it, I think. If we get a good league campaign, it will set it up, set us up nicely for championship. Is is it a buzz for you as a player because you are playing big games every week, mm. and players will always prefer to play matches rather than be rather than be training. But you know, when it comes to championship, obviously you've got Connacht, you've got Mayo, but mm. there can be long stretches. Whereas yeah. this is far more intense, and yeah. you know that they're the best of the best that you're playing against. Does that really sort of get you excited? As yeah, well? it does. As you said, it's really nice to have games to look forward to each weekend. Um, as you said, but then when you're playing the best of the best each weekend as well it's it's something nice to look forward to and hopefully to get one up on them um but yeah just just really looking forward to it i suppose we haven't got got the opportunity to do this over the last two years with covid and everything so um even just great for developing players and getting game time into the legs each week will be will be very good yeah fantastic well the very best of luck for the uh, for the little league and for the rest of the season thanks so much thank you well done <laughs> thanks a million now that was relatively famous <laughs> i hope not too bad joined now by Joe Mooney, Senior Partnerships Manager at Lidl and the biggest partnership I guess in a sporting context is with the Ladies Gaelic Football Association. This is the eighth year of the partnership. How does it feel to be back on the horse again? 
Yeah, it's brilliant. It's brilliant, Rob. Um, like obviously, with being through a, a rough couple of years for across sport, the whole sporting environment and landscape. So to have a, a kind of a full league program and fixtures running from January through to April and the full rounds and everything, it's it, we're, we're delighted. I know the players are delighted. I was speaking to Ashley Maloney earlier between her injury issues. She hasn't had a, a proper league in three years, so she's she's uh, chomping at the bit to get going, which is great. But yeah, eight years. It's mad to think it's 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 already eight years true. Um, just rolls keep rolling on, and there's always new stuff to be doing and this year we have four new ambassadors involved helping to promote the partnership so it's great to get some of the the newer younger faces who are coming through and have been bursting onto the scene involved in helping to, to promote the sport and, and our on our part in that does it feel like there's an extra edge of excitement to it this year because last year with the split season the all ireland was moved forward a little bit so it seems as though it's been an awful long time since we've seen the inter-county players out yeah, absolutely. I think so, and I think the the way just the, both the league and championship turned out last year was so competitive. There were so many teams that were really, really close to to, to winning, and and obviously Mead have come through in the last couple of years and really um really taken taken ownership nearly of the of, of both competitions. But yeah, I think the, the there's just so much competition at the moment. There's so many really top class players coming through, and I think people who maybe mightn't have been as involved in the sport or followed it as much are starting to really know the players a lot more and get familiar with the teams and how they play. And I think that all just really feeds into the excitement around it, the the new season starting and as we're going to touch on that that uh, the sort of disruption over the last few years that's thankfully behind us now and there's really a full They're season of, of top class action ahead of us there was a, a a sense that you know dublin and cork had dominated for so long and now all of a sudden it's anything but so you've got kerry you've got donegal you've got galway as well as Mead that are coming through um all of which does really make for for an exciting time of it and they're all gathering together now to sort of meet in the in the league as well but the league is worth more than just a a, a setup for the for the championship isn't it so what what have you you learned over the last couple of years about the way the teams have committed to it and Obviously, you've got TV coverage now as well for it. So, you know, it's uh, from from your point of view as a sponsor, you must be very excited by that. Uh, absolutely, yeah. Um, like I think the, even again, when I was chatting lashing earlier around Division Two, like it's so hard to get out of Division Two. I mean, Armagh have been one of the top teams in the Senior Championship for the last few years, and they haven't managed to get out. Mead won it two years ago, went on to win the All Ireland. Kerry won Division Two last year, went on to an All Ireland final. So it just shows you that that, that kind of it's, I wouldn't even call it a second tier, but even second division and on down the the gap is getting so much closer there used to be kind of a wider gap between the, the divisions but just at the moment the, the way it is there's so many teams really coming through and so many good players on these teams that they're, they're all really really keen to get up to the highest level to get get used to playing the likes of the Dublins and the Meads and whoever else have been dominant over the last few years in Division 1 so I think that, that all teams are really identifying the league as an excellent opportunity to to be playing against teams of a similar level but also to, to kind of move on to that next step to really keep keep uh, keep going up through the gears and and as the years push on then hopefully be be competing for top honor so i think that's really where, where the league has come in and it's really obviously important for developing players as well but it's just got such a competitive edge now that that's really exciting and i'm looking forward to seeing how it pans out and the crowds will be bigger the tv cameras will be whirring but the partnership that you've got with the lgfa goes deeper than that as well and you're launching the the the, the refresh of the one good club initiative today too tell us a little bit about that yeah so and um, this is something that that we're, we're all really proud of and to, to be able to work with, with two of our main partners uh, on the ladies gaelic football association side and also our charity partner jigsaw uh, the national center for youth mental health to be able to, to work with the two of those organizations and in clubs throughout the country in every county the last couple of years has just been phenomenal. I mean, it, it, it was launched just 
just before COVID and there was a bit of a, a bit of a delay in getting it up and running properly. But to even see the, the first year in 2021 where teams were still affected by COVID and clubs, the amount of just the innovation and the ideas and how much commitment people put into it and the time they spent on it. And then I suppose that rising tide lifting all boats is uh, is really apt when it comes to one good club because it starts with a small committee who are involved and they start getting the word out to the teams and to the managers and the mentors and the players and everyone's rowing in behind it. And I just think it's uh, it's, it's just really exciting to see how much how much enthusiasm there is in the clubs for it and obviously it's it's a really important topic youth mental health and to be able to, to kind of give give the, the more senior people in the club the tools to be able to to connect with their, with their younger players and the younger members as they're coming up and that those those younger players can feel like the club's a safe space and that they can speak to to the adults in the club about what they're going through and feel comfortable doing that i think it's it's really important for for everyone in general but to be able to do that through a sporting sense and to be able to to connect our two main partners as i mentioned it, it is something that's really special for us and i know from just anecdotally from the feedback we get from people you meet when we're when we're handing over accreditation and awards at the end of the year or speaking to some of the local jigsaw offices that have connected with those clubs that are involved it's just it's that ripple effect like well we're doing the launch of it today and we have ambassadors for it and we're getting the press releases out it's that kind of it's it's the local detail that that when we get hear those stories coming back and seeing the seeing all the activities and things that are happening with the hashtag one good club that we'll be keeping an eye on over the next few months now it, it genuinely is really heartwarming without wanting to sound cliched or that it's it's just uh, it's something that I say we're very proud of and we're really looking forward to seeing how, how this year pans out that's great so way more than just the inter-county matches all the time everywhere thanks very much joe no problem thanks very much to joe mooney and all of the team at little for helping to make our coverage of women in sport possible and better than we could without them it has been great to chat to carla Rowe, to emma duggan and to nicola ward and to hear their thoughts on what does really promise to be a fantastic season of ladies Gaelic football. We're going to be back with the Sport for Business Women in Sport podcast over the coming weeks and months, talking to the people who make a difference, who matter within the world of women's sport. It promises to be one fantastic year, crowned, of course, by the appearance of the Republic of Ireland women's national team at the World Cup in Australia and New Zealand in July and August. Plenty about that and plenty more on the wide world of women's sport coming to you soon from Sport for Business. For today, though, thanks very much for taking the time to listen to us. Lidl, proud supporters of ladies' Gaelic football.